I'm Michelle Sims, and this is the Beauty in the Mess, a community where people who crave a shift in mindset, personal growth, and connection to like-minded people come together to start rewriting their stories. Through engaging, honest, and insightful conversations, the show will help you embrace the mess to recognize the meanings and the lessons it holds and discover its hidden treasures to help you start making a mindset shift. Let's listen, learn, and reclaim who we were meant to be. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Beauty in the Mess. In this episode, Tiara Drake is sharing her knowledge and wisdom concerning overcoming adversity. Tiara shares some of her childhood struggles. She grew up in a small town, and along with some family struggles, she ended up losing her confidence and then her voice. She's learned many things along the way that you're going to hear, such as creating boundaries. Hi, I'm Michelle Sims, your host. I'm just a regular person who, along with my family, have had our share of messes that we too have had to overcome. Along the way, I got curious as to how others get through their messes and even triumph over them. Maybe there's a better way, a faster way. Maybe we can accelerate our journeys by learning from someone else. That started my pursuit. I think we can all learn from each other through the sharing of our experiences, lessons, and knowledge. Join me for episode 34 of The Beauty and the Mess called Overcoming Adversity with Tiara Drake. Tiara is on a mission. She has used her struggles and her experiences. She's grown from them, and she now uses the voice God gave her to publish her own podcast, specifically to empower other women. Her podcast has been in production for over three years now, and she is expanding to do in-person events as well. So without further ado... Let's dive right into today's conversation. Hi, Tiara. Welcome to the Beauty and a Mess. We're very happy to have you today. Very excited to be here, and it's a pleasure to finally meet you. (laughs) You too. Thank you. I know you have a successful podcast, The Girls on Another Level, but before we talk about your podcast today, could we kind of delve into your backstory and what led you to where you're at today? Yeah, so you can just stop me whenever, <laughs> but, but I guess a little bit how I, I got here, I come from a family where we are military, and so military families are usually known to be those like structured families, but my family gave me the opportunity to express myself, kind of get involved in many things to find what I like, and then we moved around a lot, so I was introduced to different cultures and just new experiences. Upon going to college, I wanted to be a cardiologist. Don't know where that came from. I don't really like blood that much, but that's what college is for, to explore. But I always knew I had a passion for media. I took journalism, broadcast journalism in high school, and I was just like, is this even really a career that people have? And so I was like, let me just see what I could do with this. My school, it allowed me to kind of get a taste of media and I just had to find my niche. And I knew I was in the process of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so I was like, I want to hear from other people. And I was like, why don't we make that a podcast? It's like, I'm genuinely interested in hearing people's journeys. So why don't I just make that into a a platform. And so that's kind of how my podcast came about and kind of how I I got there. That's awesome. So it actually became a bigger passion than being a cardiologist or? Oh, yes. I actually went in, I did not declare a major, but I signed up for extra classes in media, just trying to figure out 
if that's the route I wanted to take. And after looking at the classes to get into the nursing program, all of that stuff, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I don't think so. I think it was just more so the pressures of having a career that was known. I think the creative field is not something that's talked about or wasn't talked about past. So I was like, let me find a career that's just going to please my family, even if it may not have been something that I was genuinely interested in. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. So tell us about the podcast. What's what's your journey on the podcast been so far and how long have you been doing it? Yeah. So I started my podcast in 2019 and really girls on another level. I like to say I'm inspiring the minds of people who want to navigate towards a beneficial future. And that's really just listening to people who have been on this journey prior to you. You can learn a lot everyone's journey is different, but it gives you some sort of insight and just a little step up to really take that in and just do your own thing. So it's been pretty amazing. I've interviewed and spoke with many women. It's interviews with women only. And so spoken with so many people and just kind of hearing how they started and where they ended up. It's amazing. And it's helped me along the way as well in my journey. So I I love it. I think that's one of the neatest things is when you set out to help other people, but you realize that you're healing along the way too. I think that's pretty awesome. Oh, yes. (laughs) And then you with this platform too, Beauty in the Mess is just a, I love the name because. Oh, thank you. You pull things that you didn't expect, (laughs) but just a a conversation. So I'm excited. Uh, Absolutely. Because a lot of times my take on it is that we can even go through some uh, sadly horrible tragic things but there's always a gift in there if you look hard enough and sometimes it's looking way back down the road you look back and you find the gift whether it was a connection you made or a lesson you learned or could be anything right so but there there's something good came out of whatever you've been through even if it's that you turned it around and now you're helping other people because of what you went through so yeah yes that is true (laughs) So how long did you say you've been podcasting? I I didn't catch it. I'm sorry. Since 2019, roughly three. I'm going on my fourth year this year. So it'll be four years. So do you still have the same passion for it? The same excitement? I do. But there have been times where I lost the passion. But I, I learned I wasn't focused on me, myself, and my my passion. I was in the business of let me help others while I'm still trying to build myself up in my platform. And I was just tired. I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. So I had to recenter and get it back together. So now I'm back and I'm like, yes, this is, I've been missing this. So So I think you're like me and correct me if I'm wrong, but you work full time. Plus you do the podcast, right? Yes. So yeah, we get tired, we get worn out. It's so crazy. I was working two jobs. Oh, wow. And I was doing the podcast and then I was a personal assistant for two influencers and it's just, it was a lot. So I had to kind of really reevaluate some things. And so now we're back, but yes. So I have to ask what that journey was like. Oh no, this is, it's 
frankly, I'll kind of go back a little bit. This all kind of happened at two spans, once in 2021, and then most recently in like September, October of 2022. And I was at a place where I'm like, I want to do more for my podcast. I wanted to create opportunities, volunteer opportunities, put on some type of event and just really expand. And so I was like, well, you need money for that. But then it's like, I also have to make sure that the money that I'm receiving from my nine to five is still sustaining the bills and my apartment. So I was like, let me just pick on another job. I'm a person I can take on a lot because I think I can handle it. I'm tired. Oh, well. And I was working my nine to five, literally got off at five, was going to another job from six to 10. And then in between that, I worked from home. So being a personal assistant, I'm bringing my laptop with me and on the phone with the people that I'm assisting, running from this store to that store. It was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it it was definitely a journey, but I had to let some things go. And it was a situation where I was just like, oh no, like I'm leaving them behind like they needed me but it's like I need me so I I just had to take a step back so now it's just one job and working on the podcast so I mean that sounds like it was almost four jobs is that correct I mean you had two that you had to go clock in it sounds like plus you had the assistant job at least I don't know if you did both of them at the same time or sounds like they might have been at separate times but I was clocking in for my part-time job. I would work that three to four days a week. And then, of course, they always called, can you pick up this shift? And if the personal assistant, that job didn't call me in at that time, I'm like, yeah, I'll pick up a shift knowing I'm tired. But I would usually work about three, three, four days at my part-time along with my full-time job. And it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So what was the lesson you learned out of that? The lesson I learned, it was a lot I learned from that. I think it all tied back to managing better. It's not necessarily about making so much money, but what are you doing with the funds that you are receiving? And so I had to learn to budget. I have my budget planner here. I just learned how to budget and I really had to lean in on my faith to get things accomplished, I definitely learned that it's okay to ask for help. Um, I'm a person I don't like to ask for handouts. And I learned that it's okay to fail. I, I wanted to be this and that for myself and everyone and trying to hit a goal in a time time frame that I set for myself. And it's okay if it goes a year after, two years after. So I really learned a lot within that process. And and that's not really failure, right? It's just postponed a little bit longer than you thought. So you didn't really fail. No, didn't fail. I like to say it was just a, a learning lesson Yeah, to continue the journey and implement what I've learned. So that's where I'm at now in my state. You, you might've also learned to prioritize yourself. Yes. Instead of Yeah. All of these different, I mean, you sound like you're trying to handle a lot. Yes. It's still a work in progress with prioritizing myself, but I've learned to set boundaries 
and really just think about things first before I am the yes man. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Or yeah, let's go here. I'm like the, I was the friend that someone called, they text, you want to do this? You want to do that? You want to go here? Yeah, I'm good. I just came from a shift, but yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And I just kind of had to realize like, it's okay to say no. Your friends are supposed to be your friends. They'll understand if your family is supposed to love you and support you, they'll understand why you're saying no. So it's a process, but I'm getting better. (laughs) It sounds like, and I could, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you might have the people pleasing aspect. And I, cause I have it too. I'm hearing the same. You don't want to let anybody down. You don't want to say no to anyone because you might hurt their feelings or whatever. So. Yes. And it's so crazy because I was not always like this. Really? There was just like a, yeah, it was a turning point. I want to say my first year of, of college and I had a family situation where a close family member that I thought would always be there for me, they just kind of disappeared. And it, it really was just like, wow, like you've been here for me all of my life. And then a small thing happened and you're gone. And so it was really from there where I felt like, no, I don't want anyone to leave my life, be mad at me. So let me just make sure that they're okay and make sure that they're happy first. And I've gotten so used to that. I'm a person I don't like to get out of my comfort zone. And so I I stuck to that. And I'm trying to unlearn that these past few years and and get back to, no, I can't do that. So So how, how do you get yourself to, like you said, you trained yourself to, because you don't want anybody else to walk out of your life that you're trying to make everybody happy. How do you stop that? I mean, realistically, how do you stop that and start setting boundaries and not let yourself talk yourself into going right back to what you used to do? So I actually read a book recently and it's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace. And I read the book, great book. It teaches you how to set boundaries with family, friends, romantic relationships. And I read the book and I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to use everything in the book and I'm going to be great. And it didn't work out that way. I had to realize that people are going to be used to the person that says yes. And so they're not used to me saying no now. And I've realized that it's going to take a couple of times for me to voice how I feel and the capacity that I can take. And from there, it's up for them to decide, are you okay with that? Are you not? And I just have to emphasize over and over, these are my boundaries. Please respect them. And honestly, I've gotten to the point now after the second time, if we're saying the same things, you're not respecting me, my boundaries, then I need to take a step back. It's it's just a process hitting those situations and circumstances and remembering like, hey, you need to put yourself first. But I also think therapy has helped as well. It's helped tremendously. There are things that I was not aware of that I may have set and why I let people kind of train me a little bit. I hate to say it like that, but it's not their fault. It's me too and what I allowed. So therapy allowed me to open my eyes to things that I kind of held on to. And so I'm just trying to use that 
trying to implement what I read in the book and really thinking about myself first before taking on anything or answering anyone's questions or requests. So it's a process, still working on it, but I've gotten better, I'll say. (laughs) Oh, good. I I think that's awesome. And you can't say anything bad about therapy. That's wonderful. And I'm glad it's working for you. (laughs) So what else are you doing as far as self-care? I mean, how are you trying to prioritize yourself besides cutting the four jobs down to (laughs) yes so my self-care now I actually taking a self-care day tomorrow so I am off work I was like let me take off work and so my self-care day is going to be all about going to the spa that's one thing I never used to do and so I'm going to be going to the spa good for you going to get my nails done and just really bask and not having someone bother me, not having to answer to my phone. It's going to be on do not disturb. Oh, wow. Great. Yes. And at the end of the day, I'll pick up my phone. Important people will know this is her self-care day. But other than that, I'll respond to the message either later that night or the next day and you'll get a response. I love to read and find new books. So it's going to Consistent me going to Barnes and Nobles tomorrow, walking around and finding another book, just those small things. It's just like, wow, like it makes me feel really good. And so that's another thing where I'm learning more about myself and really coming to find myself worth again. And so I, I know it's going to help me along the journey as far as prioritizing myself. So oh, absolutely, that's what a little bit of self-care is is for me. (laughs) I I love that you're learning it at such a young age too, because like we kind of talked right before the podcast, I think women spend, especially women spend so many years trying to to learn how to do this and you're learning it at a much younger age than a lot of us get to learn it. So that's wonderful. I think it kind of goes back since you mentioned that it kind of goes back to why I started my platform because I've watched my mom, I've watched my grandmother be the perfect, right? Well, there's no such thing as perfect, but being the the good wife and being the good mother, catering to the kids, the family, the job. And I'm like, I, I don't want that for myself, but I got caught in, in it for a little bit, but I want to be able to break that, that curse and say like, Hey, like, this shouldn't be a thing. We can take care of ourselves. We can, we can say no, like my granddad, bless his heart. I love him. My papa, he's going to watch this, but he has never made his plate. My grandparents have been married for 34, 35 years. He never has made his plate. I think one time, and we took a picture because it was just like, wow. (laughs) like that like my grandma makes sure that even food that he doesn't eat that she cooks if he's not going to eat it she's going to make a separate meal for him to make sure which is great I love that but then she's tired because she just came home from work she's been on her feet all day she didn't work a cubicle job oh wow and I'm just like papa you can make your plate like he's like no I'm gonna wait I'm going to wait for your grandma to do it. And I'm just like, wow, 
and the compassion, the care and the love behind that, I understand, but it made me look at things in a bigger light. Like I can't, not that particular situation, but other things that may come about, like I, I can't, you know? <laughs> that is, I, I don't want to be tied down to things like that, that aren't so I, weird example, but yeah, it's definitely something. <laughs> No, it's a good example because I, I think it, it points to the fact that we train other people how to treat us and he doesn't even see it. You're trying to explain it to him, but he has had such a blessed life because of your grandma that he can't even see that there's yeah, it's, another yeah. way of being. That's just the way it is. It sounds like. Yes. No, that was spot on. <laughs> spot on. So, so like I said, it's great that you're learning it now because you will train other people how to treat you so yes definitely so have you ever thought about having them on your podcast to talk? <laughs> I, I've thought about it if if it wasn't more so focused on careers I would love to talk about a plethora of things <laughs> but I think it comes up in conversations sometimes you know in order for you to get the desired career that you want, you're going to have to go through a journey of multiple things that may affect your life. So it, it may come up in conversation here and there. And those are going to be the times where I want to capitalize on that opportunity to like, hey, let's think about ourselves and really kind of train ourselves to be about ourselves, I feel like. so. <laughs> well, and I can tell you the part where it does affect your career is when you get a partner in life or a spouse and you've trained them to treat you a certain way or to even see you in a certain light, then it's very hard for them. Like if you want to change careers or you want to do something that they don't think is you, right? It's different than your normal. They try to stop you because it's like my very first podcast. I talked about my husband when I said, I'm going to you know, start doing a podcast. He's like, you're not a podcaster. You can't do that. I mean, he just couldn't even envision that. And, and, and I don't mean it in a bad way. He's a sweet guy. He just, he just couldn't see it. And I'm like, this is my thing. You don't, you don't have to be able to see it or to, to envision it, but it does affect you. And, and there can be a lot of resistance. And sometimes you'll cave into that resistance and not do what your heart's desire is because the other person just can't see it or come to grips with it. Yes. So it can affect you. And that has happened. Um, it's so weird because I'm an introvert, but you're an introvert. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> I am an introvert. And that's where I got a lot of like, what? You want to talk on the microphone? What? No, you can't do that. And it it really hurt because my my best friend, we've been best friends since fourth grade college roommates. And when I decided to do a podcast, I, I felt so discouraged. She was just like, no, I don't think this is for you. Why would you do that? Like you, you, I would be the person to have a podcast versus you Tier, because I talk and it, it really discouraged me. I waited a year before I actually launched. I had the idea for so long, but listening to other people say like, no, you can't do that. Exactly. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe I can't. Um, 
but here we are doing it. So <laughs> I even fooled you into thinking that I was an extra. Uh, it depends on the setting, I guess, but I tend to be more quiet. I'm, I'm usually an observer. And so I freaked a lot of people out. But see, I didn't tell anybody except for my husband <laughs> before I launched and because I didn't want to hear it. Right. I mean, I knew there was going to be a lot of people saying, oh, you can't do that. You, or why would you want to do that? Or so, yeah, we do let pe other people in our lives restrict us if we're not careful. So yeah. it may be a, an adjacent subject like to your podcast because it can definitely affect you. Yes. I have learned. <laughs> See? Yes, I've learned to keep things to myself, make moves in silence, and you will hear about it when you hear about it. That's, that's what I mean. It happened, but you'll hear about it after it happens. So, yes. <laughs> yes. And if nothing else, you can tape your grandma and grandpa just for you and the family, even if you, yes. yeah, it'd be an awesome. That would be a great conversation to have for the family. <laughs> it would. Yes. So is, is there anything else you want to talk about today that we haven't talked about? Any other self-care methods or anything else about your podcast? That... Yeah, and I actually kind of want to get your take on this. Okay. I think we mentioned it or we talked about it before. But how do you feel about the, the podcast industry now? I think you started around the same time that I did. And so now it's become more of this big thing. People are making full production. So I'm just curious, how, how do you feel about the industry now? I wish I was Joe Rogan, but <laughs> as far as the, the listeners that he has, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It is very saturated, but I think we all have our little niches you know that we specialize in certain areas and I know a lot of I, and I say that but mine's kind of broad because I have people with all different kinds of stories that have overcome all different kinds of things and I get a lot of people telling me you need to find a niche and maybe I do and maybe I will but I love that certain stories relate to certain people while another story will relate to someone else and you don't know which story is going to touch which listener but yeah, as far as the, the industry overall, it's, yeah, everybody's, everybody I listen to, they're like, I'm starting a podcast or I, but what they told me, I actually took podcasting school and they said in our school that I, it was a very low percentage that actually get past the very first episode. And yeah. And then, and I've watched that with like my quote unquote graduating class. I don't know how many are actually still doing the podcast. I don't think very many, if any. Uh, and so it, it is hard to be disciplined enough to do it on a regular interval. And I think you're like me, you do your own editing and yes. Oh yeah. So it takes a lot of time and I'm not monetizing at this point by any means. Yeah. So it's a lot of work just to try to get the messages out there but I enjoy it. So yes. And I love that. I love that. I feel like I, I was battling recently where a lot of social media influencers are like, let me start a podcast. And I'm like, wow, this person has had a podcast for six months. I've had mine for three years and look where they are. And I was just like, Man, I, I felt really down and out, but then I always remember like my purpose 
and why I started the podcast in the first place. And as long as I'm having fun and learning from that, like, I was like, it's okay. I still touch a certain amount of people. I impact a certain amount with what I've shared so far in my journey. So I'm just like, it's okay. No, no monetization. That's fine. Like it, it's, it's okay, but I, I definitely enjoy it. So I was just curious to see what were your thoughts, but I, I love that. I, I think those are the two, two key things for me as well. It's as long as I still enjoy it. And as long as I feel like I'm helping somebody, even if it's just one person that might be touched by the story, right? Then you feel like you've served someone that day. If I lose those two, then yeah, I probably don't need to podcast anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then it's kind of like, all right, let me think of something else to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I'm always, I, I'm a, I'm also a lifelong learner. So I'm always learning something and I'm always doing something, but yeah, I'm enjoying the podcast. And I don't know if I'll, if I will find a niche and, and go that route or not. I, I think about it sometimes, but I, I enjoy hearing people just like you that have, they've overcome a lot in their life and they've turned it for the better. They're now helping other people. To me, it's inspirational. And even if I don't relate directly to that person's story, their story still touches me and it still gives me inspiration. It still motivates me. So yes. I don't know, maybe there's a little bit of selfish in there. I don't, for me, because I, it, it helps me too, as I'm trying to help other people by getting these messages out, it helps me along the way. So yes, I love that. <laughs> so what's the next steps for you? What lights you up these days besides your podcast? What do you think you're going to do next? So right now I am in a transition period. I will say the last six months, it was very tough. Life hit me in a way I did not expect it to. Um, my car blew up. I was without a car for two months. My job was just crazy. Oh, wow. I had health scares. My, my mom had some health scares. And it just seemed like things were just coming back to back to back to back. And I may have said yes to some things that has affected me in the long run. So it's really right now, I think what's next is really just taking a step back and trying to get my life aligned the way I want it to. And the top of this year, January, I transitioned jobs. So I'm now in the tech field with a startup and oh wow that's a lot in itself but really trying to stick to my guns about what I want and not settling so I think that's really the next steps that I'm focusing on and not just saying yes for something in the moment because it has affected me I'm not I'm grateful but I'm not where I want to be so I think that's my next steps personally as far as my podcast goes, I've started to expand. I really think like I've had the community there as far as interviewing different women in their journeys and having people listen to that. But I don't think that I took the time to cultivate it. So trying to implement events, I've done a couple of volunteer opportunities for like young girls in high school, college, 
looking for volunteer hours. We just had an event a couple of weeks ago. And so really just trying to serve a purpose, not something for just my enjoyment, but really trying to bring other people into what I see for my brand is, is the next steps that I have. That's awesome. So how do you tie the event to your podcast? So actually the event that I'm wanting to have, it's going to be like a women's empowerment event. Oh, wow. So it's pretty much going to be like a live taping and just with like a little audience there. So that's how it'll tie into podcast and kind of broadcast it on my website and everything like that. Have like snacks and, and stuff there, but it's just something about In 2019, when I first started my podcast, I did in-person interviews. And it's just something about being in the same room with someone who is saying, I didn't expect for me to end here. I came through this obstacle. It's just something about that energy and that vibe. And because of the pandemic, things have changed. But I want to get back to that. It just adds like another layer of like, wow, like I can do this. She went through that. I'm going through whatever I'm going through. I can do that. So that's really what I am trying to focus on as far as next steps. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. And and I think we need more of those kind of events, to be honest. Yes. So is there anything else that you want to discuss or anything else that's coming to your mind? I think maybe last thing I, I guess I would share, just kind of coming from this whole, I guess, just span lifespan I've I've had in my short years. <laughs> I was gonna say you're you're very young. My short years, but it it's crazy because your your podcast name Beauty in the Mess. When I told my mom about it, she was just like, "Wow!" She was like, "Are you gonna really be open and share?" And I was like, "Well, that's the the plan. That's the hopes to to do that." And so we kind of started talking about things that I've experienced in my childhood and how that has affected me. And I think just saying this, as far as your platform, I love it. And I love the space that you give because there is always beauty in the mess. When I I grew up, I, of course, like I said, I moved around a lot and there were times where I was bullied, didn't like myself and I never thought that I would be here going from a a little girl who was bullied and then to a person who has a whole platform and is not afraid to share their obstacles and and things that they face. Like I want to say to my young self, like I'm proud, like just reflecting on it now, there have been times, not a whole bunch of things have happened because I'm only 25, but the things that have affected me and happened in my life, it affected me and hit me pretty hard. Um, coming from someone who tries to do things intentional and and not hurt people, it's like, wow, sometimes the, the good people do get the short end of the stick. But I've learned that I've grown so much. I've learned so much. But it's only the beginning. Like I'm, I'm just getting started and I'm really getting firm in what I want in my life. and who I want in my life. And so I am very appreciative of you having this platform. Oh, thank you. Just for me to, it's been a reflection in in this interview, just kind of like, wow, 
I know I didn't go too in depth of everything that has happened, but like life is life and (laughs) I'm doing good. (laughs) Yeah. And I think even though you're young to what you were talking about and we won't, we don't have to go in depth with it, but a lot of trauma happens in childhood and you, you carry that trauma with you, whether you know it or not. And it affects all these decisions that you make. And it was probably a trigger for you a little bit later in life when this person walked out on you, it triggered things from childhood and, and, you know, that fear, all these fears come and and they get a hold of you and it does change how you respond and it can change the trajectory of your life if you don't catch it and you caught it, you caught it early and you're changing things. And I think that's just awesome. I mean, you're one of those inspirational stories, really. You, Thank you. <laughs> you are. You took a couple of hard knocks, a lot of hard knocks, and you've turned it around. And now you're trying to help other people and you're becoming successful. And it's just awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's awesome to see. You're welcome. But thank you for sharing it with all of us. So, Of course. Thank you. Well, I, I've really enjoyed talking to you, getting to meet you and hear some of your journey. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if people want to find you, do you want to give us the name of your podcast again? Yeah. So my podcast is called Girls on Another Level. Um, you can find that on all streaming platforms except YouTube. But um, I do have a website as well, um, girlsonanotherlevel.com. Um, and you can kind of stay up to date um, on anything new um, as far as my brand. Yes. And what about your event? Are, are you going to show them on, online as well? I mean, you're going to have some people in person, but other people can view online, I'm assuming, or? Yes. So stay tuned. The projected date um, for this works, but it's going to be in October and it is going to be an in-person event, not live. So if you aren't there, it's going to be a playback that will be on my website. Okay. Not that tech savvy with the live broadcast stream. So it's, It's going to be put on the website after if you are not um, in the Atlanta area to catch the event in person. (laughs) Well, that's great, though. People can still, I assume you're going to have a couple women speak and maybe you speak yourself. I'm not sure, but yeah. Yes. So I'm actually, the name of this event is going to be called Braced, Paced, and Graced for the Journey. And so I have a couple of speakers in which we'll have the live taping and kind of how my podcast is structured now, sharing their journeys. And then I've really come to a place in my life where I grew up in church, but I'm at that place where I'm establishing my relationship with Christ for myself. And so I've been wanting to implement that into my podcast a lot more. Oh, wow. And thankfully, my cousin, she is a pastor and she is going to just kind of preach a little sermon about how to get over obstacles and just having that faith in God that things will work out. So it's going to be a really good event. I'm I'm excited for it, ready to 
finish all of the planning so we can just go to like decorating and getting the building all nice but definitely working on it I think it sounds exciting yeah thank you so if you send me a little promo or something I'll post it on my Facebook uh, group as well so other women can yes I will definitely send it to you (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know and if they can't do the live they can definitely view it afterwards of course okay thank you well like i was saying it was great having you today and i'll definitely put your contact information in the show notes as far as your website and your podcast and if there's anything else you want me to put in there for people to reach out to you just let me know awesome well thank you so much i definitely enjoyed this thank you i did too (laughs) bye-bye As we wrap up today's episode, I hope Tiara sharing her journey and her wisdom has helped you in some way. I love how Tiara has learned how to set boundaries and thrive at such a young age. That is something that many of us are still trying to do. She's learned that she has a voice, her God-given voice, and she's using it to help empower other women. There's not much better than that. Secondly, she no longer lets fear stand in her way. She has expanded into in-person events And that takes a lot of guts and a lot of confidence. She's come a long way for sure. As always, I hope this episode helps at least one person. And with that, I hope you have a blessed week, my friend. Thank you for listening to The Beauty in the Mess. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas you would like to hear about, or you think you would be a great guest on the show, you can reach me directly at thebeautyinthemess.com. Thanks for listening.